This is Just a Few Questions. I'm Mark Sims. My guest is Joseph Simmons. Joseph Simmons is the author of Just Buy My Vote, African-American Voting Rights and the Chicago Condition. Welcome to the show, Joseph Simmons. Thank you, sir. Mark, it's a pleasure to be here. Man, you're great. Uh, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not much of a reader, but I skimmed through your book, and you did some real, real research. So tell us a little bit about your book. Sure. So, uh, Mark, I think the easiest way to kind of describe the book is uh, in the sections, and, and, and I'll be brief. Uh, the first section, the book is three sections. And the first section, I'll just, uh, it's entitled History and Context of Voting Rights, a Chronology of African-American Voting Rights. So what I attempted to do there was describe from the first glean of voting rights for black people in America, including the first Reconstruction and the second Reconstruction uh, being the Civil Rights Movement and then culminating in the election of President Obama all the way to where we are today, which is uh, basically in need of an update of our voting rights. And then uh, the second section I entitled Understanding the Chicago Tradition. So a lot of research there on um, basically the Great Migration, uh, which brought millions of people to Chicago. And then I talk a little bit about the old man daily, but more importantly, the uh, African-American uh, political titans and trendsetters, and a lot of history there. And then the, uh, the third, third and last section of the book is entitled, It Takes More Than a Village to Enact Cultural Warfare. And so there is mainly dedicated to uh, uh, basically 1989 around Harold Washington and then coming in after Harold Washington, uh, Richard M. Daley uh, from 89 during his reign and, and the impact that uh, the city government had on um, the black community uh, and and as well as described you know my role there when I was working with the school board and running in politics and, and, and for the city council and that kind of thing. History is very important even if you have a cursory understanding of things you know like I said I hate to I, mean, I have to force myself to read any book I mean doesn't even read the chapter and a lot of people don't read, well, and we have, you know, all this other media, audio and video. But we have to know this, uh, this history. Do you think we would have a better, a stronger America, America, United States of America, if Americans had a stronger sense or knowledge of their history? No doubt about it. I mean, you know, I think uh, the the most people would agree, regardless of which side or the political spectrum you are. But I think we all can can agree that you know we need some work. Uh, you know, there's a there's a lot to be done, and and I think part of the reason why so much needs to be done is to a large extent our educational system has has let us down. And a part of that letdown has been teaching us the history uh, and being honest and transparent and, and that kind of thing. So to answer your question, yes, there's no doubt uh, history uh, needs to be uh, more highlighted and, um, and made more clear so that we don't repeat the same, old, 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 same mistakes and, and hopefully uh, can use it to kind of improve our futures. Now, Joseph Simmons, you were born and raised here in the city of Chicago. Now, but doing the, you were born and raised here, but doing the research, did you learn something doing the research for your book 
that you did not know? No doubt about it. I mean, uh, you know, much of the research that uh, I did for the book, a lot of it was while I was there in Chicago. I mean, you know, during the time during the time that I was there and involved with politics and working for the Board of Ed and that kind of thing, I was, you know, a vociferous reader of the newspapers. And you know, that was really before the Internet was big. You know, so uh, I was a big collector of uh, articles and and books and those kind of things. But uh, one of the one of the things that, you know, I've started and I know you're aware is I just started started a uh, just by my vote podcast where I talk about historical sources. And really that that kind of goes to what you actually asked me, which is, is history important? And did I learn something? Absolutely. And my quest continues to the point where I'm continually trying to find the best sources of history. So, um, uh, you know, that's one of the challenges. And, you know, Florida is a perfect example to kind of highlight how things can be distorted and, um, you know, to try to try to level the playing field through what we're learning. I don't want to get you in trouble, but you were the treasurer of the Board of Education. That was correct. Yes, sir. First African-American to hold that position. Oh, the first. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> now, <laughs> now you, you can't say, I don't want to get you in trouble, Joseph Simmons. Did you find some, uh, I don't what, did you find some hanky-panky, some some craziness with the money? Was the money funny at the Board of Education or, you know, did, was everything uh, cool? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think hanky-panky and craziness is one way to describe it. Um yeah, I don't know how familiar you or your guests are with being with uh, the the accounting process, but you know what the treasurer does is basically maintain the funds that 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 are not needed, you know, on an operational basis. And so immediately once I got there, yes, I mean I talk about it in the book as well. In terms of the reconciliation process, was way off to the point where you know there were. I would say venture to say millions or even tens of millions that uh, we really didn't have a firm grasp on what had happened to them. Uh, and so, you know, uh, I, I assume that that has been 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 obviously tightened up. But, you know, in the Treasury function, uh, it can be difficult, uh, especially uh, given the amounts of money that you're talking about there. See, when I think public education, I think of jobs and contracts and education is way down on the list. Everybody get paid. The consultant gets paid. It's everybody getting paid, which they need to get paid. Maybe not some of these consultants, education consultants. But when you were there, did you get in trouble? Did you ever get say I was I, I know what happened, but did you get fired? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, what happened was I got removed from the position of treasurer, and it it uh, again something described in the book. What happened was is that uh, they announced. You know, I came in with the uh, the right after the Vallis, uh and Daily takeover of the school. And um, that was around, I guess, uh, forget the, the, the years, but in any event, um, I had run for alderman already and uh, out in the 18th Ward, and it began, and once I was announced as the treasurer, the new treasurer there, first black treasurer at the school board, blah, 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 the alderman that I had run against had a direct dial to Vallis, called him up cursed him out, told him, what the heck are you doing? 
And then subsequently, I got a call from the CFO to say, Simmons, we got a problem. And uh, really, I didn't last in that that position very long after that. It was uh, it was a route uh, due to due to the politics. But I did survive at the board for six years in various positions and got a chance to learn quite a bit. When people think I'm almost done, when you th- when people think Chicago, I'm I'm assuming when people think of Chicago, people here in the states and around the world, they think of chi- uh, Chicago corruption and crime. <laughs> when you were working in the city, uh, did you ever think about running for? Uh, maybe you did. You were thinking about running for a political office where Joseph Simmons can make an impact and sl- and slow down and shrink some of the corruption and crime, I mean neighborhood crime here in Chicago. So I actually did run uh, for the city council. Uh, you know, I grew up on uh, in the Foster Park area out on the southwest side. And um, the, at that time, it was the 18th Ward. So I ran in 95 and then again in 99 for the city council. My whole thing was because I had, you know, worked in economic development and uh, that kind of thing and, and grew up in that area. What I attempted to do was bring about more development to the area and more even development because that area at the time was changing demographically. So uh, my whole idea was not so much to fight corruption because we knew the history on Chicago. It was really to try to directly impact uh, uh, the community that I was living in with more economic development, which I believe is still, you know, still something that, that, that needs to be done, right? The Chicago that you grew up in, uh, when you grew up back in the day, is not there. That Chicago's long gone and not coming back. And a lot of the old white ethnics, they're gone, passed away, moved away, passed away. You know, first Mayor Daly is gone. Second Mayor Daly's retired. Uh, now we have a quote-unquote progressive mayor. Do you really think, are things changed, but do you think uh, some things will stay the same here in Chicago? Or with this new, new progressive mayor, maybe, and finally, Chicago can lose its, uh, uh, you know, image of or perception of a lot of corruption, crime, cronyism, and, and, uh, and I mean cor- corporate crime and all kind of crime, but really that neighborhood crime with people getting shot and killed every day in Chicago. Can we make a change here in the city of Chicago? So you're asking me a question on something that I am not an expert in. I haven't, haven't not lived in Chicago for 20 years. I don't claim to be an expert. But what I would say is that I, I am incredibly optimistic. I mean, I was super excited when I saw uh, that uh, uh, Mayor, Mayor Johnson was elected. And I think, you know, I, I have to think that uh, because I'm an optimist, I believe that, you know, anything's possible. And uh, I believe if, you know, from everything that I'm hearing in terms of, as you mentioned, he's progressive, uh, he gets it, I believe. The question is, is how much cooperation he can get throughout throughout the city government, uh, as well as the backing of, uh, obviously, the electorate. So I'm optimistic. You know, I think that uh, I think that and, and hope that things will be changed much for the better. What's good about reading your book, some people have a great memory. But, uh, they can remember all kinds of facts and figures and historical events. And some of us have to be reminded. And that's what's great about reading, uh, reading your book. I get reminded about so much stuff because I lived through this era here in the city of Chicago. So the book is great. But it close out first. Let me thank you for being my guest on Just a Few Questions. And close the show out by telling us how to listen to your podcast. Of course, and get, they can look up how to get the book if they got any kind of sense. But how to get the book, how to listen to your podcast. 
Sure. So the book can be found at uh, the website justbymyvote.com. And then uh, the podcast, you know, it, it, as related as possible, it is justbymyvotepodcast.com. And uh, those are the two places to, to find it.